are you drafting a quarterback? Why are you trading up to draft a quarterback that doesn't just have bad footwork, has no footwork? My problem is all y'all sound like he has arrived. And I'm saying against Pittsburgh's defense, that's your litmus test. Have you watched him? I'm not. I, I, I need to see Patrick Mahomes well, when he's, when he's going to play Jacksonville. I hear with Pat Mahomes from Texas Tech. I grade him out as a second-round quarterback. But there are some pretty good teams that spend a lot of time. Teams that need quarterback. Okay, Cleveland, San Francisco, Chicago, the Jets that said, no, we don't think this guy's good enough. I don't believe in the system, the passing system that they have in the Big 12. Guys have not been successful with that transition to the NFL. Answer this for me. When I hear words about Pat Mahomes, these are the words I hear. Undisciplined, lacking fundamentals, immature. These are things you hear about him. He's That's the same Stephen thing a. you heard of Brett Favre, too, when he came out. Well, a lot of people try to Mahomes. 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 Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. With the 10th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Patrick Mahomes, the second quarterback. It is Patrick Mahomes. They don't want to see me fall, yeah. Talking dollar with my goal, yeah. We gon' run around the goal, yeah. You gon' want that shit from home, yeah. Kawasaki on the road, yeah. Nigga wanna see me fall Stephen Curry, how I ball Gosha garments and a white three on my body I'm an icon, man And my girl about a ten I should fuck her in the best Make a city run my hometown I don't know how I'm in prison, man All we talk about is cash Cash, rack, rack Bills, man, stacks guy that we'll be talking about for a very, very long time. But Skip, with his arm talent, his ability to throw the ball. How far can you throw it in the air? I like to say that I can get anywhere from 80 to 85 yards depending on the day. Good Lord. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is the real deal. At this moment, the best player in football is Patrick Mahomes by a lot. We are seeing a generational talent right now. We're talking about the things that you can look at and say other people cannot do those things physically. And that's what's scary about Patrick Cheaper, cause I am the blood to my people. Ice, face, 
on over there. Oh, some recent sticks? No, the ones I used to munch on that uh, over at Harrison's? Those oh. two are in. Sounds good. Shit. But yeah, it's been a while. It's been goddamn too long. I know, man. It's been a little bit. It's been about a month or so. Month, month and a half. Well, we got a lot to get into. So you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Behold the king, the king of kings. There is only one. Time to play the game. Time to play the game! The commish joining me per usual is Drew. What's good, man? A lot, a lot has happened, to say the least. Right? How's uh, how's the work life? It's going good. Uh, you know, schedule sh- uh, switching around, but you know, it switched to uh, something a little bit more that I want. Got a Saturdays off now, completely from both jobs. So, really, yeah, you know, we got a new manager at work and uh, and all that, and then so I just put in a request to have my uh, schedule a certain way, and so they were able to do it. So that's always good, you know, when they're, whenever they're able to work with your schedule. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So definitely a plus. Definitely a plus. Man, we almost had a fucking Royal Rumble start start a day early over at uh, Ski Street tonight. Damn, what happened? Jesus, well, this is uh, I don't know if they're couples, but it was you know a dude and a guy. There's three of them that came in. Um, I guess some of them are friends, not all of them, but some of them. And then so this other this other two guys joined them. One of them, this dude's like fucking six foot five, fucking two hundred seventy pounds, just a fucking big old Mexican dude. And uh, 
Everyone's going. Everything's good, you know. They're, you know, they're drinking. They're taking shots. They order food. They're, you know, they're a little loud, but you know, whatever. I mean, I think the three chicks were uh, at least four, at least one or two of them were strippers, uh-huh. you know. And so it turns out, okay, so one of the set, the guy, I guess he, this wasn't his chick, but he was just trying to, you know, you know, trying to take her home at the end of the night, whatever. But. Yeah. He was messing around with this other chick that was that was with him, but that was with her. Was, I I'm guessing it was her dude that oh, she was yeah. with. Yeah. So, but so they weren't talking. I mean, but I mean, nothing. I, I don't think the guy with the guy that's the boyfriend. I don't, I don't think he knew anything. Oh, because shit. yeah, the one that was with the chick who was trying to take home, that guy was had been fucking that fucking around with that chick with the boyfriend. So, yeah, I'm at the register and I'm making sure all the drinks are in. All of a sudden, this is the loudest I've ever heard someone get slapped. Damn. Yeah. That dude that was with the chick's boyfriend. And this dude flew back. And uh, everybody's in shock because nobody was expecting. Nobody knew what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And then the big old Mexican dude starts talking. I don't know what. Who else wants to go? What? What? And uh, trying to get that. I guess it was his buddy. But then he he calmed down right after that. He just wanted he wanted to talk to the guy. But the guy got slapped. This dude's on the other side of the restaurant. You know, I'm gonna call the cops and and I was like, no, bro, just chill, chill. I need to get my phone. You know, but he didn't want to go in front of that big old Mexican dude. I mean, shit, I sure as hell wouldn't either. <laughs> after I just got the shit slapped out of me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so uh, I had to hold him back from going behind the bar because he wanted to get his phones. So I got his phones, and uh, the chick, the 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 one with the boyfriend, she takes the dude that slapped the boyfriend. She takes him out of the restaurant, and that's where everybody's like, "What? Like, what? What? What did she just do? What the fuck happened? Like, this dude just slapped her <laughs> boyfriend. Like, what is she doing?" And she comes back inside, and he was her boyfriend's like, "What the fuck's going on?" What the fuck's going on? Then you went outside. Then what the fuck's going on? And it's like, oh my god, here we go again. Look, he was about to smack the shit out of her, dude. And it's like, oh no, please no, please no. So, uh, but you know, hey, the cool, cool heads prevailed. Everybody that was still there would chill down. You know, everybody paid the tab, and the Mexican dude, you know, he stayed, he stayed the latest. You know, he was, and he was just like, oh no, I didn't do anything. I was like, yeah, bro, but you're just like. God damn, dude, look like you're about to fucking knock some heads off over there. Like, what? For real? And so, yeah, that was uh, that was the highlight of the night. And, you know, I had a feeling like something wasn't right between all of them. Like, I, I, didn't, I couldn't, you know, I didn't know what the hell was going on, but I just didn't seem that everything was right. And then that shit happened. I tell you. Especially whenever it involves, you know, bars or a little bar area. Yeah. Jeez. Well, and them chicks, dude, they're they're just they're they're doing too much. Shoot. You know, they're trying to okay, I'm gonna be with this, so I'm gonna fuck around with this guy. I'm, I'm like, man. Shit's gonna... up to him. Yeah, it does. Sure did. Fuck yeah. And I was asking the chicks out there, like, I don't know how to fuck them. And then that's when the Mexican <sighs> dude Mexican dude finally told me. And I was like, Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, well, fuck, man. I mean, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was just wild, 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 wild night. Sounds like it. Should. To add to all the wildness that's been going on since we were last on, now we got a lot to get into. 
last time we were on, we were going into the semifinals of our fantasy football playoffs. Yes. Um, I know I got a hold of you, and I was like, man, I don't know, man. I was like, man, it's looking kind of uh, looking kind of shaky. But then I, I don't. I remember that week I was looking at I was looking at my matchup, and I'm like, man, I don't know. Like something's gonna go wrong. Something's gonna go wrong. And sure enough, you know, this, look, this is the first time in in this league's history where what happened, which was, you know, the low seed actually wins. You know, wins the whole thing. Usually, it's been it's always the high seed. There might be some middle seeds in there sometimes, but it's always the higher seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could, you know, of course, injuries and then COVID, and then it's like the chips fell right. And so uh, I saw Turkey Bag end up, end up winning. winning. I, mean, I even told him, man, he called me, and I'm like, man, you lucky motherfucker. Like, those, those fucking chips just, like, fell just the way you needed. Like, like you. They really man, did. It was like, and it was like what? What was it? A point one? He won by like point one or point two points. Ah, <sighs> yeah, dude. I mean, I I remember. You know, uh, you know. Hey, congratulations to Turkey Bags, but I was like, man, I told him this is the first time this has ever happened. It was bound to happen sometime. Yeah, you know? but nobody was expecting it, of course, and just like. Yeah, it was just. I mean, that's just that's that's the way it ended. And so I know we took a everybody took a hiatus, probably once their team was out of the playoffs or whatnot. And so, I mean, yeah, and everybody. Hey, we all everybody needs a break from all this. This gets to be a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, like it is kind of nice to, you know, take that little break or at least have that off season. I mean, I will say I think the the break that we end up taking maybe. You know, I like to get back to it a little bit sooner, but I mean, hey, it's all good. Like, what do you mean? As far as like get the games, like the season starting? Yeah, yeah. Like you know, because uh, we'll have to wait until like you know what, like August again, you know, to do the draft and all that. You right. know. But I mean, hey, we be, we got something going on every month to kind of keep everybody in the loop. You know, so I don't think anybody's going anywhere. Nobody's told me anything. I hope everybody sticks around. I mean, we got some we got some great people in this league. Um, yeah, I think so. I know some people who are like trying to get into it too, so they're like making their own league. On it. You know, and I got and over there, Mesquite Street. There's a couple guys who, yeah, they play fantasy football. Like they they've never played in this type of league. It's always been like, you know, a simple standard. You know? And I tell them, I'm like, man, y'all are missing out. Like, <laughs> like those those standard leagues don't do you no justice. Yeah, I mean, it is a little bit more fun whenever you got the, uh, you know, the other little enhancements or, you know, if you got, like, the, the keepers or kind of makes things a little bit different. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, so that that ended up happening. Um, it'll, be, it, it'll be interesting to see because, you know, every time, you know, the keepers, keepers switch up, you have to drop some players. It's always interesting interesting to see how people are going to recover, how they're going to be able to draft to recover from it. You know, because, I mean, sometimes, hey, you just you fall into the right situation with the right team that you pick up. So, um, but what about you and your uh, DraftKings? Oh, um, 
Well, that one I ended up getting. Ah, let's see. I think I finished like sixth or something like that. Like after, because I I remember that uh, my my buddy that was always talking shit. He was like, he he was always saying, you know, if you if you make it to the top five, then you'll impress me. And so that was one thing I was trying to do that. But uh, so yeah, you weren't and, impressed, huh? They weren't impressed. Oh, I mean, I know he was, dude. But he was just, you know, he was just, you know, saying he was just talking out his ass. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, you know what I mean. And actually, what's crazy is uh, the guy that ended up winning. This is his second year in a row winning it. And I mean, that's crazy when you consider the fact that we're drafting every Sunday based on the games that are on Sunday only. And I mean, shit, it's like over, it's like 30 people whenever it starts. So that's pretty, that's pretty good. Then if he's won twice a year, I mean, uh, two, two, uh, two years in a row. And how, how long is it? How long has he been doing fantasy football? Uh, honestly, that I would have to ask because that guy who's wanted, I, I don't know who he is. I just know that this is the second time and all that because, um, the guy, like that dude's brother, who keeps up with all this thing in our league, he messages like a, a a thing in the chat, and you know that's what he said. Okay, I'd be I'd be I'd be interested to know that, you know, just to see where. You know, he's been around for a while. This is something he just got into, and so it's just like, hey, that's the way the chips have been falling for him. Um. So, yeah, that happens. Now, don't forget, folks. Uh, hey, by the way, our last podcast, we actually got 17 listeners. Damn. That's actually, I mean, that's high for us. Like, Right? And that's, I know, because we kind of, like, like, kind of, like, sped, sped up on that one. But, I mean, hey, if y'all are still listening, y'all, you know, pick up this podcast again after that last one. I do thank y'all for listening, or we thank y'all for listening. Um. You know, every every listener matters. Uh, ju- yeah, you know, every, you know, word of mouth matters as well because I'm sure you can pass the word around. So, yeah, but, yeah I, I do. Thank y'all. Um, Appreciate so that, y'all. So that happened, um, and then what happened? That's okay. Uh, I mean, hey, we're all, I'm, I'm 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 slacking. I'm making that uh, little plaque for the belt. I still haven't ordered that. I need to order that this coming week. That's how that's how behind I am with all this. So there's been uh, a lot going on, like you were saying earlier. Yeah, like seriously. And then school started again, and the kids, and this and that. It's like, oh fuck. Um, so what I was going to get into? So that happened. Uh, playoffs started. I'm sure people know the results from the divisional or the wild card. And then this past weekend, we had the divisional games. This is something we got to talk about. Yeah, man. a lot, a lot of things happening there. So we'll go. We'll we'll start with game number one, though. Do it. Game number one. Fuck, who played first? What that was? Uh, was it the Bengals and Titans? Man, I need to keep up with this stuff, man. Yeah, it was as far as like I think what was like Saturday they played or um let me go back one more week. Okay, first game the first game of the of the week, yeah, was the Bengals and Titans. Um I mean I'll be honest. 
Titans had plenty of opportunities to win this game. Yeah. I mean, you know, especially with Burrow, I mean, the he's been I mean, he's been getting sacked all these games and even despite that, he's still pulling these games out. You know, and but I think the thing with that also, like with the wild card and divisional, Raiders have an okay offense. Titans, I don't know how the hell they made it by, but it wasn't much offense they made it by with it was mostly the defense. You know, so that obviously that obviously was in was in the favor of the Bengals, but I mean, yeah, he got sacked what nine times by the Titans, and that's what that's what's crazy to me is I mean these guys are in this position, they're this close to the the Super Bowl, really, and I mean if you're telling me that they can pull off these wins with Burrow getting sacked nine times, like that's crazy. Like imagine if they can like cut that to just in half like you know i mean so yeah i mean i was a, uh, I was a little bit surprised i mean you know aj brown he's been coming in hot and i mean i'm pretty i think he did you know pretty much just as good in this game and i mean derrick henry of course was back um you know i think they used them just as much as i figured they would but i mean that uh that defense um, credit to the Bengals, honestly, they kind of had them on lock. They really didn't let them get away with too many yards on a single play. And, and I know maybe you can attribute that to rust or just, um, you know, just get, I guess, playing, playing a pretty good defense. Or, I mean, he did have 20 attempts for 62 yeah. yards, so. You would have expected. They said they weren't holding back on him; that they were they were letting him loose. So I would have thought maybe more closer to 25, 30 carries. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill with his three interceptions, ooh, like Jesus. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of one of those examples of, you know, how far you can get on off of you know one of those kind of like better than average quarterbacks, but. You know, still not all the way elite, which is crazy because honestly, last year uh, Tannehill, you know, in certain areas, he was like a point or two away from like Pat Mahomes' stats. He was, yeah, dude. Like whenever he was like on a like completion percentage, and uh, I mean, you know, something like attempts or something like that, or some type of you know touchdown or you know red zone percentage. You know, I forget what it is. But, you know, that's how, like, everybody was putting him kind of as a prospect for this past year as far as, you know, drafting him. But that's why I drafted him. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I will say I, he didn't perform as good as I thought he would this season. So it did come down to Tannehill's performance that game. I mean, last year he threw for damn near, what well, we could say, 4,000 yards. You know, had 34 through 34 touchdowns, completion percentage of 65.7 compared to this year. I mean, he's 3,700 yards, but 21 interceptions. I mean, 21 TDs to 14 interceptions. And, you know, without Derrick Henry, that got him to trouble a lot of times, and especially this game. So, but congratulations to the Bengals for moving on. You know, they're they're the fucking they're the real deal. Yeah. I mean, that was probably one team that I wanted to talk about, uh, is the Bengals, man. I mean see they're they're at the point where I'm like, well, if they're at this point, I'm just 
I'm just supporting them because, man, like they've already <laughs> beaten the Chiefs. Yeah, I was, okay. and that you know what? My next point was, hey, I'll be honest. I'm fucking. I'm I'm worried. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> Jamar Chase, dude's a fucking animal. Uh, Burroughs, you know, Burroughs is there. Uh, Mixon can just stay consistent in Sunday's game. Mm-hmm. No, they have a fucking. They have a good chance. They have a real good chance. Yeah, I mean, dude, use Mixon as that hammer. And I mean, you know, we're talking about you know Burrow getting sacked and all that. I mean, uh, Chiefs. I mean, maybe their defense. You know, they've come through in some moments when they needed to, but uh, you know, Chiefs aren't a defense that I see as uh, that much threatening to Burrow as far as like pressure. I mean, at least compared to you know this last game where he had like the nine the game before that and all that. But I think the biggest difference is going to be that the Raiders and the Titans. Mm. Have not been at the offensive pinnacle the way the Chiefs have the last five, six, seven weeks. You know, that's true. so that's going to be a challenge for them to see. You know, okay, yeah, Chiefs don't have a defense, but can the Bengals keep up? You know, can Joe Joe Burrows keep up with Pat Mahomes? So, but we'll get into that. You know, reason why. You know, another take on that um next up 49ers and packers i'm not gonna lie bro i was bored (laughs) (laughs) oh and you know what it's crazy man because it's almost like rogers is cursed because i mean i've said it even before on this podcast that i felt like rogers defense was eventually gonna fail him but what's crazy is, for once, the defense really didn't fail him in this game. It just seems like Rodgers kind of didn't really produce that much. Like, you know, I hate to say it because, you know, I do respect Rodgers' skill level, but it's just something about that that hump. You know what I mean? Like, it's just something about that hump that he just can't get over. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I really can't point to anything that the – uh, for uh, that the Packers were missing, like I felt like you know they had the people, you know, couldn't really you know complain about anything. Defense also showed up. So, well, what was missing was a running game. Aaron Jones only ran for forty-one yards. AJ Dillon twenty-five yards. Even though Aaron Jones got nine receptions for one hundred twenty-nine yards, the running game wasn't there. Number one. So. And then their defense really couldn't get off the field much. I mean, even though there's only one touchdown scored, yeah. and their their special teams, Jesus, they just crashed. Their special teams crashed. You know what? Yeah, that's uh, also what I forgot to mention. That's um, you know, the secondary. Uh, damn. Yeah, what's up with that? Because honestly, now I mean, now people are saying that they've been talking about their special teams all year. Well, apparently they've been last in the league, or or bottom five the whole year. Huh. So you know that special teams coordinator is getting fired, or if he hasn't already. But it's just a combination of special teams. They couldn't run the ball, and I mean, yeah. And let me tell you about. Let me. Let me, let me I don't know if you saw this. Let me tell you about this guy, Robbie Gold. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, there's not a rule 
that states the opposing team cannot be out on the field practicing while the home team's entrance is on and their players are coming out on the field while they're introducing them. Okay, because if there was, Robbie Gold can give two fucks about that. Not only against the Packers, was he practicing field goals while cheerleaders or whatever players are lined up going, you know, across the field while while they're naming their starters. This dude's kicking field goals over him, like 50, 55 yarders. (laughs) Not only against the Packers, but against the Cowboys too. That was one thing, honestly, that I did notice whenever it was the Niners and Cowboys that, I mean, dude, whenever the Cowboys came out of the tunnel, it just wasn't the same energy as whenever the Niners came out. Like, you know, the Niners were hyped. Um, yeah, I mean, I got to give credit to the Niners. I mean, I didn't expect them to win the Cowboys game. And I definitely didn't expect them to win the, the Packers game. So, I didn't I mean, put I didn't put nothing past the Cowboys. I don't want to be surprised. <laughs> I mean, because I'm I'll be honest. You know, I've I've been one. You know this. I'll, I'm not one of those delusional Cowboys fans. Right. I'll keep it real. Like. It's just, it's been a habit. It's like a bad habit that you can't fucking break. It's like going back to that ex-girlfriend five years later or every year, once a year, and hoping for the best, but the worst always ends up happening. So it's just like something you have to come to, you know, at, wait for, I guess, for wait, wait to happen. Because you never want to put nothing past them, and sure enough, you know what happens. You know they, they honestly, I, I don't know, man. Like, um, dude, I was, I like, I felt bad for the Cowboys fans, man, and uh, but at the same time, dude, I was laughing my ass off at that boy Stephen A. Smith. Oh yeah, he was going off. Jesus, man. dude, and all I knew it too. That was like one of the first things. You know what? That's what everybody was putting on Twitter. They're like, oh, shit. They're like, Stephen A. Smith tomorrow. He is going off. Man. And it's like, oh, well, the last 13, 14 seconds, I was like, (laughs) bro, they had all game. They had 59 minutes. It's like, it seems like a curse also with the Cowboys. Like, it really does. It, it has to end in some crazy way where it, like, leaves something to be desired to, like, you know, make the some of the delusional Cowboy fans, you know, or maybe even some of the legit ones, too, make them feel like, man, you know what? If that just didn't happen, we would have had the game. They've won a playoff game on the road. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've won a playoff game at home since that stadium's been open. Jeez. That's a bad stat. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I watch every year, so I'm pretty sure I know what I'm talking about there. So, yeah, that happened. It's like, whatever, you know, just they didn't deserve to win. I'm sorry, you know, Cowboys fan here, but they did not deserve to win. So the 49ers go on to beat the Packers the same way the Bengals beat the Titans on the last second field goal. <sighs> Karen Rogers packing. I mean, you know, look, 
I mean, I, I'm Rogers is not gonna fool me, darn it. You know, whenever the whole thing came out about what was it like the owner of the Packers or something like that, uh, saying certain things about Rogers and like you know he's like, oh, this guy doesn't even know me personally, like trying to act like a saint and. I think that yeah, the the Packers general manager because actually, the Packers don't have one owner; they're owned by like a crap load of shareholders that oh, live in Green Bay, like regular people. Damn! And so they were they were actually uh, right; they're actually selling more stock a, a month or two ago. I mean, you know, hey, it makes sense. I mean, as as much as it's like, damn, it sucks they lost. Like, they got to, you know, the postseason, which, I mean, hey, they kind of do that consistently with Rodgers. But, um, yeah, man, and so, yeah, he's, you know, he's not he's not fooling me, man. You know, Rodgers, I feel felt a little bit bad for him whenever he was walking out. But this guy here, you know, Karen Rodgers, as you like to call him, uh, we'll see what happens with the man. You know, there's some question marks. I saw that uh, the offensive coordinator uh, went to uh, freaking Broncos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, so, yeah. So, those were your first uh, – the first first two teams to move on to the AFC and NFC Championship game. And then we get to Sunday. Rams versus Bucks. Jeez, I mean, first three dude. quarters were shit. Oh, dude! Oh my god! I swear to God, dude. Hey, oh. that defense is playing quite well. The Rams. Yeah. No, I mean it's a good thing too. I mean, what after the so after the first after uh, well before halftime or first half, it was twenty to three. Gets the third quarter, they get the lead up twenty-seven to thirteen. So you know you can kind of tell that the Rams started coasting. You know, just started. You know, kill time. No, let's not overdo it. Let's don't make any mistakes. And that was their one mistake. <laughs> you know, playing conservative. Yeah. And what does Tom Brady do? Almost pretty much per usual. He almost Tom, pulled the Falcons. No, yeah, what Tom Brady does, you know, he'll bring, he'll, he'll play till the end. God uh, dang it, dude! He had it. He had them back. Well, and I guess on that play where uh, Cup caught it, I guess there was there's a misunderstanding. They called the play in, but not everybody knew what the play was on the defense, so there was a mix up. So I think that's what caused that cornerback or whoever that was to actually blitz when they shouldn't have blitzed. Ah, uh, I see. But yeah, I mean, it ended up being like a one-on-one. Yeah, and he, I mean, Cup, Cup fucking burnt the dude. Um, it was um, a beautiful pass and catch, though. I mean. It really was. Gosh. That, Jesus. And you see, okay, shout out to Matthew Stafford, man. I mean. I mean, just like I've been telling people at work and stuff like that. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, if you uh, you beat Tom Brady in the playoffs, that's almost like you know a blessing going into you know the next week because that's almost like you know final boss mode right there going against Tom Brady in the postseason. So, 
Matthew Stafford, he ended up coming in clutch, and I know that a lot of people were questioning that part of his game. Uh, so, I mean, he rose to the occasion, man. I'm like, damn. So, I, and, uh, you know, I like go it. from go from no playoff wins to one win away from a Super Bowl. Shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. So, I mean, yeah. Like I said, credit to him. So, uh, the Rams. I mean, I, I am glad that they are making it to this point because I know as far as you know deals that they made, trades, and all this to get the lineup they have now, you know, they're kind of, they kind of, uh, uh, forewent a lot of the future picks and things like that. So they can get in this position. Yeah. I mean, they gave, I mean, they, they mortgaged that future away and, you know, it seems like Von Miller, um, even though, even though I don't want to say this, OBJ is coming around, I guess. <laughs> what the fuck, this boy James? Downplayed it as fuck. Oh. Hey, but you know well, I said he's playing lights out, bro. Yeah, you know he's playing good. You know, they're, they're, all the pieces are coming together. Um, so you know, yeah. The, who knows if I know they say it's a team sport and it shouldn't be. It's not just going to be the quarterback. That wins the game, but goddamn, Jimmy G, like he hasn't really done shit. He just, man, you know that. You know what's crazy is like you know people were talking about uh, like people like Carson Wentz and all that. Like these are QBs that, or even Tua. Like they were saying this about Tua, and that's because you know I support him. You're like you know this type of quarterback that you know they're not like that Pat Mahomes type that they're gonna be themselves taking you to like, you know, deep in the playoffs because of them, but they'll be good enough. They can at least step out of the way of the game of, you know, the team winning the game, you know, just don't make the mistakes. Don't make the turnovers. And then just follow this game plan that I got for you. Uh, You know, Shanahan, like with the, with his game plan, you know, he, I feel like he can just put anybody back there, and you know he just kind of uses what he has, you know. So I mean, hey, Cooper Cup might be a beast, dude. Oh my gosh! But Debo Samuel is a fucking monster, bro. If that guy, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like no injuries. If like I know that he had like a little bit of trouble last year, but you know, and even this year too. But like, man, he's he's staying healthy at the right moments this postseason. Jesus. Running back, wide receiver. What do you need from him? He's he's carrying he's carrying that team. I haven't heard anybody say it yet, but he is carrying that team. You know, of course, with the, the defense is playing well too. But Debo's, you know, scoring uh, scoring them points. He's, no, he didn't score this past game. But I mean, hey, he did. He did his damage. He got he got him there. You know, so they could kick those kick those field goals and get that game. So yeah, so it's uh. Rams and the 49ers this coming weekend. So that's that game. But then we have one more game to get to before we can get into those uh, conference championships. And man, wow. I mean, probably one of like the all time games. I mean, you could basically call it that. I was, uh, I didn't, I, 
I mean, I I can't even put into words still the highs, the lows, the feeling let down, the oh here I never mind. Let me fucking start jumping up and down again. The wait, maybe I should shed a tear because they're gonna fucking lose. And oh no, they're not. Like what? I mean, and it's it's both of them. I'm not taking nothing away from Josh Allen. The dude fucking played his best game. He was balling out there. Like, he, like, he, he mean, there was no way the defense was ever going to stop him. And it kept going back and forth. But then I kept fucking looking at Pat Mahomes' face every time he'd come on that goddamn field. Calm. <laughs> calm as the wind on a fucking summer fucking day where you're sweating fucking balls and there is no fucking wind current, however you want to fucking put it. Man. Like, I just... Yeah, man, he's got ice in his veins, bro. I mean, um, that, yeah, I agree with you, dog. The ups and downs. I mean, I felt bad for both guys, but ultimately Josh Allen because this boy was convinced. Like, he was hugging his teammates. He was crying. Like, I mean, you might as well have let that boy go back to his room, pack his bags. You know, get ready to go move on uh, for the next game. But, damn, dude, it just. I mean, 25 points in the last two minutes. Hey, even I was right there with Josh Allen. 13 seconds left. Right after he scored that touchdown, I was like, oh, fuck. Here it now. Like, damn, well, I guess, you know, they fucking played an outstanding game. Like, fuck, man, the Bills are going to yeah. go. I went outside, smoked a cigarette, and I was like, well, I'm just going to put the game on on my phone. So, so and I didn't expect anything. And all of a sudden, and what what Andy Reid said, he told uh, Pat Mahomes before he went in for that drive. He said he went he went up to went up to Mahomes. He's like, when it's looking grim, be the Grim Reaper and go get it. Oh wow, man! He went to go get it because, no, I swear. I mean the 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 Kels was insane for me though because I was watching it you know live with my with my pops that that Tyreek Hill catch and run, yes that boy burnt the f off like golly dude like see to me that's what you get whenever you have like the true talents like at the end of it all you know that that raw talent like that pure ability just like that Cooper Cup catch yeah, that was beautiful, man. Golly, that was awesome. And, uh, yeah, with Kels and all that. And I ain't going to lie, man. I mean, I got a little bit like, like you know, the, the whole thing about changing the OT rules. You know, whenever the Chiefs, they kind of, they lost like the same way last year, if I'm not mistaken. It was, uh, not, it was three years ago. Oh, okay, yeah. So, and, you know, they kind of, maybe they were saying it somewhat at that point. But, like, dude, like, it's kind of like how Pat Mahomes said. Like, he knows how that feels because, shit, he lost that same way. Lost Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is also. What's up? After that year, the Chiefs put in a request for a vote to change the overtime rules. Uh Uh-huh. And guess who voted against it? Uh, and 
It's who? The, the other team on the other side. Oh, for real? <laughs> the Bills. The Bills voted against it. Oh, no. Yep. No. Now, look at this. That is craziness. Wow. It's like one of those pieces of information I wish I could have dropped, like, whenever I was, you know, arguing, like, kind of debating with some of the guys at work. I'm like, dude, I'm like, this is the type of thing, like, you know, nobody brings it up, but because they're a victim of it now, now they want to be, you know, advocates for, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I I get it. Everybody's in their feelings. Everybody's (coughs) feeling hurt. Everybody's all like, ooh, why not me as well? Like, let's be fair. This is the way society is supposed to think now. But just like the fucking Cowboys, you had 60 fucking minutes to close the game out. But your defense couldn't stop them. Their defense couldn't stop you. But they just did a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, going tit for tat. I mean, clock management. You know, nobody wants to talk about the defense in, you know, in overtime. First one a touchdown. Make them kick a field goal. That way, you know for damn sure if Pat Mahomes didn't do it, Josh Allen is going to go down the field more than likely and score that touchdown. Like, come on. I mean, two sides of the ball. Team sport, right? I mean, it's not just – this is not a shootout. This is not just uh, college college rules here, you know, and all this. We're just going to have everybody get a turn from the 25-yard line. Like, no, man. Like, I'm not against changing it. I say leave it. I I do too, man. I mean, the whole thing is is like you got the game laid out, and then the rules, and you know you got to win the game within those parameters of the rules. You know, it, it falls on everybody else. <laughs> um, you know that that last kickoff, the, the one they had thirteen seconds where when Bills kicked it off. Why didn't they squib kick it? <clears throat> I heard that. Um, yeah, so know, it, it would have burned three to four seconds off the fucking clock. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's true. It, it, I mean, on, I hate to say it, but it could be one of those things where like they were kind of maybe wrapping it up in their mind, and they're just like, okay, you know, we're just gonna, you know, play the the last little bit like we have to. Um, but yeah, I mean, the only thing I was thinking, dude, is uh, I don't know if you remember that that cornerback from. It was like last year, I believe, where the reporter had asked something to the effect of like, you know, or do you, don't you wish you could have done better or like, you know, the, like how does this loss feel or something like that? I don't know. And then, you know, he got upset and he was like, you know, what kind of question is that? And then he oh, kind of got up and walked away. Dude, that was the Bills. That was like, that was like in week 16 or 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And then again, like. Again, it it kind of came down to that dude again because he was on Kels, or at least him and some other guy. And well, I think he was supposed to go over, and I know the 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 linebacker was trailing Kelsey because I mean, there's no way he could keep up with Kels. Yeah. So that that safety or whoever should have gone over to help him out. Um. Yeah. So they they just I mean, you I mean what you had the number one defense all year. What happened in you the know? moment you needed it? Yeah, like come on, help your quarterback out. You can't just expect him to do everything. But he's not quite be, Mahomes yet. Could that also just be one of those moments where, like, you know, that's just 
how the the top notch you know tight end that Kels is top notch quarterback that Pat Mahomes is like you know could it be that you know what as far as like a defense goes I mean they did what they could but it's just they're that elite those two on that play well one thing Kels does and they even caught him on tape which is on the sideline is don't change the trajectory of a play like the way it's like drawn out mm-hmm. if they see something open in the defense where they see like some kind of big hole to where, you know, they could run down that seam or whatever and, you know, they could gain a lot of yards there, you know, if he catches the ball and runs. That's what happened on that play to get them to into field goal range. Um, yeah, just uh, Kellis went up to Mahomes and said, look, I got this open right there, and I'm going to go right here. Yeah. And, of course, you know, they both have to trust each other. And, well, I mean, obviously, yeah, after all these years, and they got to be in field goal range. That play where uh, where he scored that that the, the game winning TD, he changed something about that too. You know, he told Mahomes this is what he's going to do. Like throw, you know, throw it to him because it's it's he's going to be open. Sure enough, I mean, got to give it. You know, Josh Josh Allen, even though he's lost his uh, offensive coordinator. And I think somebody else that was within the Bills organization, at least two more people. I mean, the guy, the guy's for real. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he's, uh, he's one of those, uh, elite quarterbacks. He's definitely the franchise quarterback for the Bills. I just hope that, yeah, despite those couple moves that you were saying, they can kind of keep it together as far as, you know, having like a, a, a top, five defense and uh you know keep it up with the the offensive weapons that they have i mean i I just hope that josh allen will continue to be like up around there up around that postseason um so yeah i mean he's the truth for him even though his numbers did regress a little bit from last year he's still the number one quarterback in the league statistically um well, I felt like maybe the rushing yards kind of crept up a little bit, maybe. Maybe maybe that's why for the passing yards or I don't know what, what statistics you're talking about. Well, I know Stefan Diggs didn't have the year he had last year. That's yeah, that was one thing, you know, that I had noticed too. And uh I mean I mean in this in that postseason, like Gabriel Davis, I mean, even that, that last game that they they played with the Chiefs, Gabriel Davis was Jesus, he was oh. Well, oh like God. he last this year he threw for forty four hundred yards. Last year, fifty three hundred. Gosh, forty two TDs, eleven INTs last year versus this year, thirty six TDs, fifteen interceptions. So he's down a little bit, you know, especially in yards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it, yeah, it was going to happen. You hit you hit your pinnacle year as a quarterback, whoever, whatever, running back, wide receiver. Chances are you're going to be, you know, your numbers are going to drop the following year because that's just the way it happens. I mean, mm-hmm. that just doesn't happen a lot where people have back to back just keep getting better and better and better and better. Like, man, we can only go really so far, I guess, so to speak. Um, so that was, yeah, I mean, that game, oh my God, I have a story to tell about this game too. Piss me off. Fuck. <laughs> like we just changed internet on Monday because of this, especially. 
We had AT&T before. Mm-hmm. So Sunday, I'm trying to watch the games, and the fucking CBS Paramount the app keeps buffering, buffering, kick us off the channel. And I'm like, fuck, dude, and I'm trying to watch the game. Well, it did that right before they were going to go into the huddle for that last play in overtime. Mm-hmm. And I and then it didn't come back on till the fireworks started shooting off. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Are you serious? I swear to God, bro, the whole game I was on top of it with two TVs going switching back and forth just to make sure it was on. And I just went down to one TV at the end. And I'm, oh, my God, the last fucking play. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck you, AT&T. Of fuck all you. Plays. Exactly. Man, I'm like, that is crazy. And, of course, Jordan's like, well, they won the game. Be happy. And I'm like, that's, that's not the same. It's not that same feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't get that satisfaction. Yeah. It's like, I can watch on YouTube a million fucking times, and it wouldn't be the same. It's like, fuck. But, hey, glad they pulled it off. I, Mahomes, I'm going to be honest. I know you're not listening. You're not listening, so, but still, I did doubt you. In the last 13 seconds. And I apologize. It hurts, man. It hurts. I'm sure it does. It hurt me just to doubt. Know that I doubted this guy. Like, fucking super villain. Like, after that quote, this guy's a fucking villain now. Legend killer. Rookie killer. Coming up killer. Just... It's always been said that whenever Jay starts to doubt a player, is it, it's like a mystical thing. Where, like, that player just gets the new breath of life, you know? You're right. Uh, ergo uh, OBJ. Uh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Pat Mahomes heard that he got out there. He's like, "This is for you, Jay. I he still like, am elite." He was like, "How are you talking?" Like, okay, all right. Yeah, you know, kind of you know, talking like Kermit the Frog. You know, have you ever heard him talk? <laughs> yeah, he everybody like says the frog, that bro. Shit, like, rah, 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 rah. Okay, here we go. Here we go um, I was, I listened to this dude. I know I told you all about it. His name's Chiseled Chiseled Adonis, and he does. Oh yeah, no, I follow him. Does a recap of the games. After they're done, they used to listen to the one about Pat Mahomes' this last game. He was, oh my God, it's fucking hilarious. So, Jesus. all right, on to fucking championship, conference championship Sunday. Mm. Uh, the first game is going to be the AFC Bengals taking on the Chiefs. So much. I mean, wide receivers to, is our bold defense is going to show up. Both quarterbacks are going to show up. Last time they were playing in Cincinnati. Now it's in Arrowhead? Yeah, but Joe Burrows, man, dude, got some set of balls. He's over there, like, he's over there in the press conference saying that he's he's played in louder games. I heard that. I was like, whoa. In the SEC. And I'm like, oh, my But you dude. know what? Those stadiums are, like, way bigger. With you think so? Dude, yeah. I didn't even know this. But Jay, because like uh, that dude Mike, you know the my buddy with the whole uh, fantasy thing. Yeah, that he told me he's like uh, like the the numbers. Like if you look up a uh, like you know the the occupancy or whatever of a, a college game, like one of the top notch ones uh-huh. uh, compared to an NFL game, dude, it's like way more way more people at the college game. It's crazy. 
I guess, man, yeah, that makes sense, I guess, you know, since they got fucking shit ton of students at this school. Yeah, and, I mean, and then one time I even saw it, and, like, I was like, Jesus Christ, I was like, what the hell? And, um, so, I mean, too, you, you're right, man. I, whenever he won this, uh, the, the divisional round, and, uh, they were like, oh, my God, like, you know, how does this feel? Like, it's crazy for you, you know, you just won this, uh, divisional round game, and all he said was, get used to it. I was like, damn. I was like, that's what I'm talking about, Burrow. Like that boy, he's got that it factor, bro. He's got like that that little bit of that it factor. And well, I mean, if he wants to be King Dingling, then he's, <laughs> he's gonna have to knock off, you know, a guy that plays like he has the fucking biggest dick in the world. Man, that boy. I mean, yeah, these are two bad boys. They're like kind of just. Roll up on the field, and they're like, oh, that's what I need to do, you know? I think, I mean, I don't know if I want to, I'm, I'm probably going to give a little bit of the slight athletic edge maybe to Pat Mahomes, but Burrow, he's still been taking those tackles, shrugging them off. He didn't let any of those sacks get to him. Like, that was crazy. Oh, and before we move on to those games, um, now there was a kind gesture that the Chiefs, especially their fan, one of fans, sent to Josh Allen's charity. Um, it's always been said that, like, the, the, the Bills, their their fans, are always donating to the children's hospital that Josh Allen's charity uh, deals with. Uh-huh. Well, after the game, the Chiefs fans, whichever one, whichever site, started a GoFundMe to donate to that same charity. Wow. And so, of course, they're in there. Their starting uh, price was, a, you know, $13, you know, for 13 seconds, all that. Well, that's so pretty cool. They've already raised over $200,000. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Damn it, boy. That's so, a lot. Yeah, yeah. She says they did good. But yeah, so we so going back to uh, Chiefs and Bengals. Still lost, even though that last like minute, minute and a half was a whole bunch of bullshit. What do uh, what do you think are like some keys to victory for both teams? Establish a running game. Um, you know, your defense has to make stops. Pretty much just got to go back to those fundamentals of football, you know, where your defense has to play sound and, you know, put pressure on the quarterback, not allow the run. But then, you know, offenses, they need to establish a running game uh, so that way they can open up the passing lanes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I am worried, but I'm going to take – I'm going to go with the Chiefs, of course. For sure, yeah. I mean, and I mean honestly, I'm kind of interested to see what the Vegas odds are. Have you looked at those? Yeah, I think the over-under is like 54. Some are push, pushing 54 and a half. Uh, Chiefs are favored by seven. 
some some sports books are going up to seven and a half, which probably by before Sunday it'll be up to eight. Damn. Um, I mean, honestly, I mean, if it's like that, I might I might just go ahead and bet on the Bengals. You know, call the bookie up real quick. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely bet over on that fifty-four. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So. Uh, well, oh, yeah, man, I'm going to go with yeah. Chiefs. What are you going with? I'm going with the Bengals, man. I mean, it's just crazy how it's so, you know, like, instantly the Bengals have went to, like, from one of those teams that you kind of just chalk up as a win in your book. Like, oh, we got the Bengals this week. Oh, okay, we're going to win that. Boom, boom. To legit threat. Now we turn around. They're one game away from the Super Bowl. And I mean, this the the odds aren't that bad. Like, it's crazy. I mean, it's like you said. I think establishing the running the game early, I kind of give that edge to the Bengals, man. I mean, uh, Daryl Williams, Healer, you know, they kind of yeah here and there doing their thing. But Mixon, I mean, he's just he's just the hammer. So, I I think. Man, yeah, I'm going with Bengals on this one, man. It's a, I've always said I'm about storylines, and it's kind of hard not to try to support Bay, uh, Joe Burrow on this on this one. All right, and the AFC looking bright. You got Burrows, you got Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. Um, still got David Carr competing in there. Might just have Aaron Rodgers in, in the future. Um, I mean, yeah, it's looking, it's looking good for him. But okay, all right, you're taking you're taking the taking Bengals. Next up, next up, we have the 49ers taking on the Rams. Uh, there's, there's, there's a really a story came out after the uh, after the Rams won, where they said they were telling all of LA to not to not sell their tickets. To people from out of from out of town, you know, if they're trying to, they're, you know, it's you could tell however they told however they're able to figure out who's a 49ers fan. I guess especially from San Francisco. Yeah, um, I saw they put that statistic up, like of <coughs> the uh, 49ers fans versus uh, uh, Rams fans. Well, that 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 that, that whole. Plan of theirs might have might have burnt them, you know, because it's because they're saying now that the last time they played, well, week seventeen, it was like forty nine fans for took up fifty five percent of the crowd. It was like they were the home team. Yeah. So I guess this time they're saying those numbers might might even be skewing more to the forty nine fans. Nope. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was looking like. Sixty-five percent. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, but so shit, man. I mean, it's it's tough to say. I like I said after the Cowboys win, I'm like, okay, but they for sure won't beat the Packers, and they beat the Packers, and it's like, okay, I kind of feel like for sure they won't beat the Rams, right? Like, but I mean, shit. It's 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 very hard to beat a team twice in a year, or th- even three times in a year. 
and they beat the 49ers twice this year. Um, Sean McVay is 6-0 against uh, Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. Oh, really? Uh, He's going to lose soon. I mean, you know, it's like as much as you know the trend because the the trends you know that it speaks a lot a lot of volumes because with Rodgers, I'm sorry, it's, it's, I'm sorry, it's the other way around. Excuse me, six and zero, Kyle Shanahan six and zero against Sean McVay in the in the Rams. Oh shit! Oh god dang! So, <laughs> my bad, my bad. Oh, I see. So you know what? That is, I mean, this kind of helps out the example still that um. You know, he had it was a similar thing where Rodgers, he I don't think he had beaten the 49ers either in the playoffs or whenever they were at Lambeau Field, something I don't know what it is, but yeah, by the numbers, you know, if you went along with the trend, Rodgers wasn't going to win that game, but I was still like, he's going to win it, and you know, the, the trend ended up staying true. and it's so tough to say, but I just can't go against the Rams on this one, even though, I mean, there's plenty of situations where the Niners could take this one. I mean, the 49ers are playing like dogs right now. They're going out there. Their their defense is, you know, has greatly improved. They're doing just enough with Debo, the running game, and then, like, the 10 passing completions from Jimmy Garoppolo with his 115 passing yards. <laughs> maybe maybe one touchdown. But I just, yeah, this one, this time, I just, I can't see the Rams, you know, losing this one. Yeah. I mean, hey, anything can happen, you know, but I'm with you, man. I mean, it's just, that would be so fluky. You know, all these, uh, all the moves that the Rams made to be in this position. So, yeah. Anything but the Super Bowl is a letdown. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm sorry. It just has to be. And then, uh, so after Sunday, we'll figure, find out who goes to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I'm doing the same thing this year with Super Bowl. So, you know, you're welcome to come. Okay. Hell yeah. You know, I'll probably switch up what I cook, but. Probably won't cook as much, you know. That was a lot. That was a lot that last time, dude. Jesus Christ! I was like, I should have just gone door to door and fucking started asking Bro, neighbors something. But um, so now can get some the news and notes since all this has transpired. Um, there is quite a bit to catch up on here. We'll start with the Bears though. Okay. You know, everybody knows Bears fired their GM, Brian Pace, and head coach, Matt Nagy. Well, they ended up hiring Ryan Poles, who was uh, an executive director of player personnel for, ooh, I forgot to write the team. They also hired their coach, E. Flurbis. I believe he, he is a defensive coordinator for the, the Colts. Um, prior to that, he coached for the Cowboys. For many years, he was a scout for them, worked his way up. So they got a defensive-minded coach in with the Bears, which I don't know how well it's going to work out. You want to kind of develop, not kind of, but you want to develop Justin Fields. I don't know how you do that with a defensive-minded coach. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem seems counterintuitive, but 
But hey, it is what it is. So, I mean, good luck to them. Moving on to the Giants. Uh, they hired Bills assistant GM Joe Schoen. Scone, Schoen, something like that. And as and early earlier today, they hired the Bills offensive coordinator as their head coach. Next head coach, Brian Dabble. Oh. And I know there's uh, another coach for the Bills, I believe his name is Ken Dorsey. I forget what he does, but he's following Brian Dowell over to uh, New York. So it's going to be, you know, part of the Bills over there with New York now with the Giants. Man, they're just taking all the staff over there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Probably practically, hey, I mean, with, with an offense like that, what they had, hell yeah. Uh, I don't know how much good it's going to be for Daniel Jones. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Maybe give him this last year, and if nothing, cut their ties, trade him, something. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure nobody really cares. I'm hearing crickets right now. but No, I mean, you're right, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's not really a guy that I think you're trying to make a lot of moves to keep. I mean, really, it, it doesn't, it's not exciting, even though he got a – Offensive-minded head coach, you know, who's excelled the past past few years. It just, it's just, it's still Daniel Jones. Uh, kind of want to see what happens exactly. with Saquon. See if Saquon is going to bounce back from, you know, and rekindle what you know how he did in his first year in the league. Because the past two years he has fucking sucked. You know, injuries have plagued him. <laughs> hasn't been the same player. At all, you know, and then uh, getting some heavy Todd Gurley vibes. It, um, wow. That's the first time I've heard that comparison. Holy shit. Whoo. Man, mean, I didn't I, think about that. It's at the point, man, where I'm like, I, I'm done. I swear to God, if I entered the, this next year or this, you know, uh, upcoming draft for the new season, and anybody has that full prospect that has top, like, drafting. I just can't. Like, how? You know, you're taking a big chance. This is the last year whenever um, Manny drafted him. I was like, I just don't know if I would take that risk. But I was like, you know what? I was like, let's see how this turns out because I could be wrong. You know, crazy, crazier things have happened, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, how, I guess, how do you not? But for me is I wouldn't I wouldn't pass it up maybe the second round. Yeah. Like there is a situation where it's like, you know what, compared to everything else that's available, I could take take a chance and you know, if it works out, okay, bam, like I see what you're saying. You know, if you got a good RB one and you know, at least draft another Decent one. I mean, I guess you could. I just, wow, yeah. Todd Gurley vibes. They, you know, they got receivers. You know, Kenny Galladay. Uh, uh, what's his name? Fuck, I forgot their names. Um, no, but yeah, they do have some. They do have, sorry about that. Uh, but they do have, the, they do have good players. So, I mean, we'll see. Probably won't happen the first year, but maybe by the second year you see a change, or maybe towards the end of the first year. I don't know. But next up, this is another some other big news: Sean Payton retires from coaching for now. <laughs> dot 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 for now. <laughs> exactly dot dot dot. 
Well, I don't, you know, it sounds crazy, and I don't know why I thought this, because usually, you know, you try to move up from this, but I kind of see that guy doing, like, some college coaching, but the only thing is, I think he did make a comment kind of alluding to he would like to be, like, a, an analyst, or, yeah. like, like, a commentator or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and though they asked him, he's like, look, you just, you know... Mainly, I guess it's he needs to take a year off, and I get it. I mean, sometimes you just need time away. Yeah, you know, from from he the thing. Yeah, you know, from the thing the person you love most. You know, you just need some time away to kind of refresh and you know figure things out again before you lose track. And hey. Who knows, you know, who knows after next year, you know, of course, you, you know what these, uh, you know, these journalists and, you know, broadcasters are all talking about. They're like, well, what do you think Jerry Jones thinks about this? <laughs> I knew you are going to bring this shit <laughs> Just the angles I, I, I hear from this is like, well, they could trade Mike McCarthy for Sean Payton. Um, you know, like, just shit like that, and it's like, man, like, I mean, you know, a lot of people are talking crap about Mike McCarthy, but god damn it, I mean, he won the division, they showed big improvement from last year, I mean, give him a chance, you know, give him a chance, Dan Quinn's coming back, that's another one, he took his name out of the, out of the running for any head coaching jobs, so, I mean, honestly, yeah, I, I, I agree with you saying on the Dan Quinn thing. I mean, people were even saying, hey, Dan Quinn, how about you becoming head coach of the Cowboys? But, uh, I mean, we saw what happened with the Falcons. I, I've i heard you, you know, bring it up like, hey, some of the guys, they're better as one of the coordinators, yeah. not necessarily the head coach. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that could be very well Dan Quinn. As far as, as, far as Mike McCarthy goes, I mean, <clears throat> on one hand, man, I'll be honest. I mean, whenever I listen to Mike McCarthy on like, you know, press conferences, he's he's kind of slow on his feet at times. He and, is. But then so, you know, that's going to kind of bring up the, his decision making, but then at the same time, they bring up Jerry Jones's liking to scrutinize or he likes to be like the puppet master over the head coach. Man, I so, will give Jerry Jones credit this year. He has Stayed farther back than he usually has in the past. A little bit less, less of his hands in the jar. Yeah. Okay. Because that's one thing that I kind of man, like Stephen A. Like he just brought up some good points, even though I disagree on some of the other things. Is that we don't know like how much of a blame to give to Mike McCarthy, like to where it's like. You know, if it's like a play that's like, you know, just wacky or whatever, just goes wrong, do we blame Kellen Moore? Do we blame Mike McCarthy? Like, you know, who's like the person who last signed off? Was it Jerry Jones that wanted something? Was it even Dak Prescott audibling out of a, a play that maybe Mike McCarthy was calling? So, you know, I could agree with that. You know, I was kind of in that same boat and that thinking. Well, and I, I get it. The blame, maybe we space blame because it's Super Bowl or bust. Anything less is disappointment. Well, let's really think about this for a second, okay? 
How many times in the past where the Cowboys have had this stellar team, but they only can go eight and eight? Oh, yeah. Maybe That's nine and seven true. sometimes. You know, and all of a sudden, Mike McCarthy, he, they go, what, 12 and five or something like that? You know, so drastic improvement. He's obviously doing something right to get them to that point. Now there's another there's another hump in the road they have to get over. But I mean I don't want to say I do believe, but I really hope they get over that hump, you know, to get to that ultimate goal. And right. some, sometimes all of this just takes time. It's just this is the way it is, you know. And you know, uh they mostly pretty much everybody's coming back this year. Uh, I don't know if, if they do were with... up to you, would you keep everybody? I don't know. Everybody, man, I, I don't know about Zeke. Uh, Cooper needs to fucking stay healthy, man. That, I mean, God damn it, man. Um, you know, what do you, what do you feel about Cooper, man? Because, you know, I, I kind of did some reading and it kind of looked like the Raiders, you know, they moved on from him because they were like, you know, they're not, they felt like they, they didn't really like, they didn't think he was that passionate about the game. That... One thing with him with the Raiders was he was constantly getting put down or benched. So that did obviously after a while that does something to your psyche. Even though you're a man and you're a football player, you know, just yeah, kind of losing confidence in yourself, especially in especially if you have a couple of drops, you know, it just it, it just ended up always happening to him like that. I mean, he has some of the best hands in the NFL that he's proven that, you know, since joining the Cowboys. Um, it's just the injury, staying healthy, you know, staying healthy. Um, that's what's, you know, holding him down, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you can get past that, work something out, do something different this, this offseason, he's worth it. He's coming, he's coming into the last year of his uh, contract. Oh, okay, with the Cowboys. Yeah. So, I mean, but other than that, I mean, yeah, that's... like this, like this next year coming up is it last year, or this will be yeah. The no, 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 oh. this next this year coming up. <clears throat> well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I I feel like the Cowboys is a good place for him. I mean, I like I like Cooper on the on the Cowboys. Yeah, he fits. So we'll see what happens there. Um, man, Josh McCown just got his second uh, interview for the head coaching job of the Texans. Oh, really? Backup QB, career backup QB. Never coached in his life. I was coaching for a head coaching spot. I mean, now he's uh, interviewing for a head coaching spot. <laughs> hey, sometimes you just fall into things, you know? <laughs> man, I wish him the best, man, because... That's going to be tough. Yeah, that's a whole headache and a half over there in Easttown. Look, and David Coley, their previous head coach, uh, he, he shouldn't have gone. I mean, goddamn, he did a lot more than people thought, imagined he would. You know, yeah, I, I kind of, honestly, I thought that kind of sucked. Um. I don't know how true it is, man, but I, I was watching, you know, Wiley and Otto, and it kind of alluded to that really the only reason they hired him was because Deshaun Watson wanted, like, a black head coach. 
and then pretty much kind of like, okay, well, we had to keep you this one because technically Watson, he still was part of the team, but just wasn't playing. But, you know, yeah, now that, you know, that's out of the way, yeah, we'll get you out of here too. We never really wanted you. Kind of that type of vibe. I mean, I don't want to all the way fully believe that, but, I mean, it's hard not to whenever, I mean, damn, you're firing him after just that little amount of time. I mean, you didn't even give him any chance to get anything going to try to rebuild anything. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe he wasn't seen eye to eye with uh, the front office, but I don't know. But I'm sure he'll he'll land on his feet. Um, Raiders, uh they got their uh, intern head coach. Will they resign him? Who knows? Will they go to John Harbaugh? I mean, nobody knows. Um, I think he took his name out of the running, though. So the Raiders have some decisions to to come to. They also have to hire a general manager because I know that I, they they let theirs go as well. So big one, uh, Broncos. Broncos just hired the offensive coordinator. From the from the Green Bay Packers, uh, Josh Hackett. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what that means, right? I mean, what people were saying that Rogers going to go over there. It's like a game of chess for the fucking Broncos. They're almost there. They're almost at checkmate. To checkmate being winning land, this soup? No, land Rogers. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, honestly, Roger said he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. And I was thinking about this earlier. I mean, it's Broncos, honestly, that is kind of like a Packers team, like in a parallel universe where it's got like a nice three receiver core, you know, Judy, Sutton, Patrick. Running back wise, I mean, it's like you know, you got the. I mean, I don't know who's gonna be back up now, but Javante Williams he started blowing up this year. Melvin Gordon is on the older side. I mean, I know you said <laughs> you don't know how that he's getting the opportunities he's getting, but yeah, I mean, I it's kind of not a rebuild team if you go to the Broncos. It is kind of like a team that is ready to plug and play. Yeah, they got a good defense too. They got a damn good defense. Um, so, I mean, they, yeah, just, I mean, that's literally right there. Like you can almost smell it already. The trade offer that they, the trade offer they're going to have for the Packers or whatever, it's going to be, watch, you watch and you see. And, uh, so yeah, next up, uh, Miami Dolphins. I remember y'all talking about this on the, on the, uh, chat. Group chat, but I, I didn't want to chime in on this. I was like, I'll wait till we get on the podcast and I'll talk about this. Oh, yeah, because honestly, it yeah. was halfway. It was a shocker for me because I like uh, I like um, um, Brian Flores. Um, but I mean, and you know, I'm wondering what the reason is. Because... Well, he had a lot of run-ins. He wasn't. They weren't seeing eye to eye with uh, with the front office, especially. Uh, front office is set on Tua, but that's what I heard. Deshaun Watson was even quoted saying, "If he played for anybody, it'd be Brian Flores." 
Brian Flores is big on Deshaun Watson, bringing him in. Uh, I mean, because I mean, let's 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 really let's dissect this quarterback. It's not a conundrum right now. What it was, Tua. Yes. What is he top fifteen or is he top twenty? I and think. I'm, I'm trying to bring him right I'm now. Bring up my computer right now, so I can so I can get the exact oh, ranking. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, top fifteen. I think he's like twelve or something like that. Okay. You think he'll ever average higher than that? In your honest opinion? Yes, I do. I thought about that. How high do you think? Uh, like, I think that he can get to the point where he's averaging like, you know, two hundred something yards a game. But I'm, I'm talking about rankings. How high you think? Oh, up? oh, um, top ten. Top ten. Okay. Now, Deshaun Watson. He's been <laughs> minus this year. He's been he's been what? He's been like top five, top maybe depending on what year, maybe like top three. Right. Consecutively though, right? Yeah. So I'm kind of siding with four. <laughs> I mean, dude, damn no, yes, I know that. <laughs> you know, like, that's a good point. <laughs> Damn it. Look, look, look. I understand, but it's like sometimes a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. You know? Like uh, it's a it's a night it sounds good and I don't know what could go wrong. Like Okay, you ready for this one? Okay, go ahead. This year in our league, he was quarterback number twenty-six. No. Yes. How is that possible, <sighs> dude? There's no way. What the fuck? There's no way. There's no way. I, I can send you a screenshot if you want, bro. So it so if if you go on Flea Flicker right now, it has him at number twenty six QB. I'm looking at it right now. Yes, dude. I gotta see this for myself. Hold the fuck up! The hell did it drop that much? The only way I think that's happening is because they still have these other guys playing. So these other guys are still like getting points like added to their stats. Oh my god! Dude. But I mean, how how far would that push him up? Then do you think? You know what I mean? Like that's like that push him to maybe twenty, maybe. You know, like it's it's just in my in my, in my eyes, there's no comparison there. Like, hey, what Tua, ranking yeah. is Jimmy G? <sighs> Fucking who cares? I'll find it. Hold on. Give me a second. <clears throat> okay, QB. Let's go to all. And let's find us Jimmy G. Oh, my God. You ready? Yeah. Number 16. Okay. Now, see, that's like, that's where I was thinking he was at. 
like, you know, Jimmy G, like if we're talking about regular season, uh-huh. now, you know, of course, you know, I mean, these are still games going on in the playoffs, but if we're talking regular season, you know, yeah, he's like at that Jimmy G level where it's like you don't make the mistakes or whatever. And I mean, hey, you know what? How come they can't work out something where it's Deshaun Watson and Tua? Bro, you know, they're not what? Gonna they're not gonna do that. They're not gonna do that, dude. Look, this is, this is not college or high school. You know what I mean, dude? Look, this is a perfect. This is the perfect storyline to where it's like, okay, yes, we believe in Tua, and you know, this is like me, the front office, saying this. But you know, he's still young. He's still developing. We got this deal that we're trying to work out that we believe is a faster route to the Super Bowl. Get Deshaun Watson. But then we're also let Tua soak up this like veteran knowledge that Deshaun Watson has. I wouldn't even be mad at that, and that's because that's me, Tua fan, saying that. Tua's but... already started, though. He's not gonna go sit on the bench. They'll be like, he'll be like, you're fucking crazy. Tua will do it, dude. I mean, that guy is too nice of a guy, you know. And <sighs> players want to play, bro. Huh? Football players want to play football. They don't want to sit on the bench. No, you're right. You know, especially quarterbacks. Those selfish, egotistical bastards. Um, <clears throat> this nah, is... but honestly, like, uh, like at the end of it all, I agree with what you're saying. Watson right now is, like, a better talent if we're going on, you know, his past performance. But I think they – I think they can get far with two, man, if they put in the investment. I, I think that. So, but, uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that, man. I know, honestly, Brian Flores, I think they said that he got, like, interviews with uh, the the Saints. Oh, yeah, he'll get on the job. So, that would actually, now, Deshaun Watson to the Saints? It's possible. Now that depending on their coach, depending on who they get to coach, right? Brian so. Flores. I mean, if they, you know, talking about the chess moves. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, that now that would be sick. You know, if we're talking but about you really man, think so? Like, even, ejects, like you know, even though Sean Payton is looming there, where he could still come back, he's still in a contract with the Saints. Really? Yeah. <laughs> This guy's still under contract, and he's over here like announcing that he's stepping away. Like, I'd be like, "Hey, what the fuck? You still got a couple years, bro." Yeah, no, he's uh, yeah, he stepped down, but yeah, he's still under contract for two years, three years. I don't know, something like that. Wow. Oh yeah, I got that. Um, so I don't know, Dolphins. I don't know. Uh, I know one thing that was kind of messed up that they had, which was I kind of like, I was like, kind of scratched my head and I still don't get it. They had not one, but they had two offensive coordinators. Who's that? The Dolphins. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, why would you have two offensive coordinators? Like, what? Maybe like that's... one was like, you know, that wide receivers coach or something. You know, I don't know. But at some point in time, I think that that's going to cause conflict to where it's like, no, when you do it my way, no, I'm the offensive coordinator. No, I'm the offensive coordinator. And you know what I mean? It's like, it's just, 
Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, you're right. So, oh, they got to figure the shit out over there in Miami. You know. Yeah. Uh, next up, Vikings. You know, they another one. They go to the GM and their head coach. Uh, their head coach, Mike. God, what's his name? Zimmer. There we go. It was time for him to go. He's that dude. I mean. No wonder he was probably watch, seeing plays wrong, man. The guy had only one functional eye. God dang it. You know what I mean? He was like, run left. He's like, I ain't run left, coach. It's like, fuck. You know, just fucking sit up left. <laughs> right. You know, fuck. So I wonder what happens if you can only see out of one eye and then you you drink and you get drunk. Like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, it, wouldn't, that, wouldn't you think that would be like twice as hard? For real, you couldn't, you couldn't try to close one eye to like you know level everything out, <laughs> right? You close the wrong eye, you're fucked. Like that's it, like done deal. Man. You know, he's like, I don't know. That's I don't know. It just came to mind. It was like, yeah. um, they did hire a general manager, but I cannot pronounce his name. I'm just being honest. Like it was, <laughs> it was really, really. Uh, I don't know where it comes from. But he's a younger guy too, so, okay. well. Was like a foreign guy or what? Yeah. Um, oh, okay, okay. Man, yeah, I can't. Hold on. Let me see if I can bring it up here. Um, where is he? No. God damn, where is this guy at? Jesus. It's not, it's not that much news this weekend. You know, they make, they make so much news. They're Kwesi Adolfo Mensah. Oh, okay. He was the Browns executive. Now he's the next manager. So congratulations to him. See where he goes with his coach. Next up, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, man, I mean, nobody wants to coach some. You know, they also fired their GM. So who knows what's going on down there in that circus? I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, it, it seems like, you know what, it's a big bite. It's a big bite to chew, but I mean, you got Trevor Lawrence there. I mean, he was still supposed to be, you know, a top prospect. I mean, even though this year left a lot to be desired, but you know, they got some things to work with, I think, you know, a little bit of a diamond in the rough, maybe, with the right person. Well, and I, I know Dan Quinn was was right from the get-go. He shot that job down. He's like, no, 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 thank you. No, even. Like, don't try. Let me try. Like, no. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, they they have some young young talent there. Uh, kind of curious to see what they do for the general manager, though, as well. And for the coach, I mean, right about now, they're just, you know, it's looking like a big old, it's like a circus down there in Jacksonville. Yeah, pretty much. You got the owner, Khan, Chaka Khan, or whatever his name is. This guy. No, I, I I think I know it's something around those lines. I just kind of like, I don't know. He says a lot, but I don't know. This, they haven't been the same team ever since that year they went to the Super Bowl. Shoot. What year was that? Oh, no, no. no. They, I'm sorry. They went to the championship game and they played the, the Patriots. Oh, okay. My bad. I was like, the Jacksonville Super Bowl? I'm like, no. But they did go. I think they did go, right? 
way back in the early 2000s, whenever like it was the second and third year in the league. You did shit. Oh, you know what? You might be right. With Mark Murnell, but they lost, of course. Man, yeah, honestly, I, you're right. It's it's kind of an unattractive job, but like I said, though, the Trevor Lawrence situation, yeah. I mean, I think they're going to have Etienne come back. You know, you got the beach right there, too. And, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there in Jacksonville. Still no, still no moose. Got plenty of interviews, or at least they're trying to get plenty of interviews. Um, but nothing, nothing let, nothing yet. Oh, um, another uh, useless fact: Les Miles told Jamar Chase he couldn't play receiver his first year at LSU. Can you imagine hmm. that? Really. Look how that turned out. I know, right? Les Miles was, man, guy's a mess. <laughs> but, uh, oh, Ben, Big Ben, retired? Oh, you know what? I mean, the uh, the NFL's most notorious woman respecter. Uh, I mean, dude, he's had a career, man. You know, I know that... Uh, I do feel like he should have retired maybe at least last year, if not two years ago. Stephen A. says two years ago. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, he, he's definitely the best quarterback that the Steelers ever had. Uh, I mean, it was just that once he lost that that factor that, that he could, like, just shake off some of these tackles from these big boys, you know, it just kind of started going downhill. But... I mean, even so, as great, like, just because of how great he was, he still has glimmers here and there, even this past season. Like, there was a game against the Colts, I think, where he had, like, some just beautiful floaters, like, some accurate-ass passes. But, you know, they just get further, fewer, and farther in between as time goes on, as he keeps trying to play. So, I think it was definitely the right time. Yeah, so... Uh, it'll be interesting to see who the Steelers get to come in because we both you know everybody knows you know they're back up in the third string. Um, they can't do it. No, they're not stars. So now on on to my question of the night for you. Okay, what's Tom Brady gonna do? You know, I think he. I. Uh, I think he's gonna stay. You know, and I feel like, uh, yeah. I mean, we haven't heard him talk really like this before. Um, you know, he had mentioned he's also thinking about his family and all that, and you know, he kind of wants to really consider that. You know, he wants to be able to get up and have breakfast with the kids and stuff like that. Um, two things that I think about that. Number one, <clears throat> obviously, like, I mean, the kids, dude, they're, they're like at the age where I feel like it's like, you know, they kind of do their thing, you know, like, yeah, whenever it's football season time, dad is away. We don't see him as much, but it's like, we see him like when, you know, it's too long, you know, but we see him before too long and we live a good life because of him. 
Like they're probably going to be more supportive of his football career than Tom Brady is thinking they will, I think. And then number two, I mean, the way he lost against the Rams and coming down to the, the kick, I mean, it's the the competitive drive in Brady. I just kind of see that leaving something feeling unfinished in him. It just feels kind of right for him to just get one more ring and then retire after winning the ring. That just seems like a nice way to put a bow on it, you know, instead of it being like, oh, well, I got close and like, ah, shit, whatever. I guess I'll just call it quits here. You know, to me, being how Brady is, if he's going to get this close to where he can like pretty much, you know, smell the ring, he's probably going to just be like, you know what? Just one, yeah. one more ring. Well, I mean, he for, Honestly, I say go for ten rings, but shit. He threw for what four thousand yards, dude. He he was like number one in like I think a couple of the. Okay. Of the, yeah, actually, for total fantasy points, he's number one. Um. Let me see here. Let me look at his yards and all that. Because I believe he threw for over 4,000. Oh, touchdowns, shit. Touchdowns, I know he was number one, sure. He threw for 5,300 yards and 43 touchdowns. Like, dude, like, come on. And you're going to retire? Like, he, and you're, you're trying to talk about that? Like, what? It's like, I know, like, he's older, but if it's working, bro, it's working. Like, now, I did see the gray on his sideburns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you see it, you know, sometimes. Forgot to put on the the Just for Men, you know what I'm saying? I was going to say, you think he colors his hair? I think he does a lot of things, bro. Honestly, there's some plastic surgeons who broke it down. And, you know, they said that he's done, like, a lot of things. Hair plugs, uh, chin surgeries. Really? Yes. Yes. So, and, I mean, it's working. He looks good for his age. I ain't going to lie, like. And he's been paying good money because you cannot tell. Like, um, but yeah, so think, honestly, uh, if you think, hold on, okay. you, you think him and his wife share the same surgeon, plastic surgeon? Oh, it has to be. I think they got like a whole thing going on. Like, you know, they got that boy on speed dial, something like you know, emergency, you know, filler real quick. You know what I mean? Right. Hit up both of them, right? Fuck it. Let me shoot his wife too. I mean, man, she looks good and she's making money. Probably, I mean, kind of maybe more than Tom Brady. I don't know. Oh, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, she stayed, yeah, wealthy, wealthy, disgustingly wealthy. But, uh, so what do you think then? What do I think? You know, they're making a point of how some people are saying he's never brought up his family before in the past. But then I'm thinking other one, now other reporters are saying that he does. He always brings them up. And I'm like, why would he not bring them up in the past? Yeah, he's... Man, not for sure. I mean, there's videos of them and all that, too. Like, it's... So I think, I believe he'll give it one more shot, especially with Gronk. Gronk will come back. Because Gronk already came out and said he won't play for any other quarterback. So, you know, one last hurrah. 
Um, yeah. So, all right, Tom Brady. Apparently, you're gonna come back, Tom Brady. So let's do this. <laughs> it's it's over now. It's unanimous. You gotta come yeah, back. Yeah, you gotta come back. I mean, come on. I I know, and he he doesn't want to stay away. He's gonna be away for extra amount of time this this off season. That's gonna make he's gonna be itching just to be like, you know what? He's gonna itching. He's like, you know what? One more year. It's like, sorry, babe. I gotta do this. I'll buy you another fucking Ferrari when I'm done. You know, with, you know, done. <laughs> After next year or some shit like that, you know, should be like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, well, whatever. So, right, so, all right, Tom Brady. Next one, Karen Rogers. Uh Brought him up a little bit here and there to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Stay or go? Packers. You know, go. I think go. it's just it just seems like there's just something that they can't get over the hump as far as like the Packers. And even though this one maybe you could argue that the loss might have been a little bit of his fault, but it was mostly special teams though. I mean, pretty much his performances are always I mean, he's he's pretty reliable. So, I mean, it kinda is almost like maybe wasting the tail end of his, you know, talent as far as his career goes. And so, yeah, I think, I think he knows what he's doing, man. Even as much as, as much as, you know, I kind of really don't like the guy. I think he's kind of playing it smart. I know that he did come out and he said straight up that it's not going to be another quote unquote weird, like standoff in the off season. So I think maybe we'll get clarity a lot sooner than later, um, as far as him moving, but I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna leave, and I think he should. Packers just might start rebuilding, and they might need to. Um, you know, it, the last thirty years, Packers have had Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, and have only managed one Super Bowl out of, out of each. Yeah, I mean it's kind of oh, it's a really um, low yield over there, but so I don't know. I mean, I could see him with the Broncos. Hell, you know, he could go to the Saints or shit. He could be traded to. I mean, fuck the Cowboys. No, oh, oh no, <laughs> hell no. Hell, he could be traded to the Forty ers Sure, I could see it. Numerous places where he can be traded to where they have good teams, but quarterback play is spotty, sketchy. Exactly. You know? I mean, Broncos is one of those teams. Plenty, yeah, plenty of other teams too. Yeah, and then, like you said, they got weapons out there. They got a tight end. They got two good tight ends. Uh, I mean. Do some Falcons action. Good, good. I mean, the guy did say that 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 offensive coordinator taking over as head coach did say that they're going to be fucking going. Like, you know, this is fast paced. This, you know, we're going to put points on the board. You know, it's like hell yeah. You know, that's the way you got to do it. Especially, especially if you're in the same division as the Raiders and the Chiefs. And <laughs> yeah. Who else is in there? Uh, who else? Oh, and the Chargers. 
I believe Chargers are in the Chargers. Yeah, those are all teams that like to sling it. Yep. So, goddamn, if you're going to have to. Uh, okay, well, Karen, I mean, Karen is Karen. You know, Karen wants to take time off, then she wants to bend. And then she wants to criticize people when they have uh, an opinion on what she said. It's like, well, come put shit out there. You know? I know. I'm telling you, I don't fall for that shit where he's trying to make us yeah. feel guilty. Like, these guys don't even know me. Like, you hear him lately? He's like, nobody likes me. That's why everybody's rooting against me in, in the game Sunday. It's like, shut up, dude. No I like, know. You're the only one talking about this. <laughs> like, like he's a victim. Like, bro, you're not that important. I mean, yeah, it's with Packers, but everybody else like, eh. So, interesting to see where he might end up. You know, might have three quarterbacks on the move or three quarterbacks changing homes. Uh, well, two at least. Deshaun uh, Watson and uh, Aaron Rodgers. So... Uh, what else? What else? I don't know if I left anything else out. Um, what about McDaniel's? I've heard that he's been having some head coaching interviews with somebody or with the Raiders. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, I mean, my my thoughts on that is like this dude is the heir apparent in New England, so he just he never either never takes the job or. Just, <laughs> They they do like the Browns did last year and hire somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I guess we'll see what's up with that. I mean, because all these interviews going around. I mean, wait until the dust settles. But I mean, now that we're talking about it, man, I, I really like the Brian Flores and uh, Watson to the Saints. I I like that. The what? Uh, Brian Flores and uh, Deshaun Watson to the Saints. Ooh. I like that. That would, uh, yeah, that would that'd be something. Except what I mean, if Michael Thomas, like you know, hopefully, hopefully he play, you know, get over his injury, you know, get well from his injury, uh, and get out there. Yeah, you know, but then nobody knows about that guy either. I mean, all he does is put out tweets of. Uh, People who offend him, or he doesn't <laughs> care, you know, or some some verse from the Bible. It's like, bro, get back on the treadmill. Stop it. Like, come on, just trying to get all cryptic. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's. I guess that's about it, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I'm I'm really excited though for these games coming up. So. I mean, man, I, I'm gonna be right back at it. I don't know how you can top that Bills Chiefs game, but you know, we'll see how these games turn out. You would think that'd have been the AFC Championship game. God dang! Hell, put the Bills in the NFC and they can play each other in the Super Bowl. You know, like fuck, God, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you top that. Hopefully, you know, we get some decent games. So, hell yeah. But all right, I guess uh, that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, Really glad y'all, uh, well, if you're still listening, if you're going to listen, thank you very much once again. Um, well, I guess until next time, y'all stay safe and uh, take care. Later, y'all.
No friends in the industry, my brothers been my brothers, man. You niggas ain't no kidding me a fact. Whoa, yeah, you heard about me, you don't know me more than that. Yeah, I know I, hey, hey, yeah. No friends in the industry, my brothers been my brothers, man. You niggas ain't no kidding me a fact. Whoa, I was known for snapping when I chat before the app. Stood on everything I said and never took it back. Whoa, no friends in the industry, I had to draw the line between my brothers and my enemies a fact. Niggas let us start to beat them Wanna keep it rap? Yeah, you hit us up and now we owe you something back. See, I was young angel, but these niggas turn me evil. Yeah, I know I know you, but you really ain't my people. Yeah, I heard some people say they know I'm as my equal. Truth be told, I son these niggas, girl, I don't compete with them. Ask about the boy and they gon' say he got the streets with them. Niggas so offensive, knowing they don't have no defense. Why they always act like we can face it with a meeting? All that linking up, man, I'ma see it when I see ya. Brothers, but my brothers, man, you niggas ain't no kidding, that's a fact, ayy And I'm like, she carry smoke, I'm on and off the track, ayy And you love that hoe with me, I put her on the back You get drizzy on the track, here, put you on the map Oh, it's like that, hell yeah, it's like that, ayy And I got a contract, it's a max, ayy Since I got in contact, she attached When I saw my first deal, that she came through a fax That should let you know how long I've been out here running laps I've been doing this for a long time Yeah, no friends in the industry, my brothers been my brothers, man, you niggas ain't no kidding me a fact, whoa, I was known for snapping when I chat before the app, stood on everything I said and never took it back, whoa, no friends in the industry, I had to draw the line between my brothers and my enemies a fact, niggas let us start to beat, don't wanna keep it rap, yeah, you hit us up and now we owe you something back. This shit too dirty, got a yellow tape And I got a waiting at the telly naked We ain't dropped though, how you niggas celebrating Already disrespecting something I ain't tolerating Your niggas fuck with me, I give them motivation In your circle shrink and see some boys escaping the rest of them is guilty by association Hey, what? For debating who to go Then I make the shit about the numbers, all I know Then I make the shit about the summer, all I know Better find you someone else to hit with all that smoke, nigga Yeah, and all them tweets and all them posts Ain't got the type of time to be playing with you, folk I had a richer pride to these niggas, that's the joke I'm really down to die behind these verses in my notes Yeah Brothers, but my brothers, man, you niggas ain't no kidding, that's a...